You are now listening to the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network. Listen to discretion is Legend in My Spare Time contains themes and subjects that may not be suitable for everyone listening. If you're easily offended, we suggest you get your podcast on elsewhere. Get the fuck off of our podcast! Legend in my spare time! Motherfucker! This is Legend in My Spare Time. Why look so awfully tragic? Put on a happy face. Smiling can work like magic. Put on a happy face. Take off the gloomy mask of tragedy. It's not your style. You look so good that you'll be glad you decided to smile. Pick out a pleasant... All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages... Thank you for joining us here on Legend in My Spare Time Podcast, your favorite podcaster's favorite podcast. It's your boy, Leezy, back with you again, and it is my pleasure to be here once again, and uh, what we've got for you this week is our episode from the Southampton Superpod. That's right, we took part in a 36-hour podcast for Comic Relief. Uh, run by Al Galpin and Kitty, his wonderful wife, from the uh, Dead Piet Society podcast. Now, the goal for the weekend was 36 hour of podcasting to raise at least a thousand pounds. Well, we did just that, or they did just that, or all of us did just that. And uh, my good buddy, Just John, and I joined the fray on Sunday morning, and uh, we did our best to be clean, polite, and happy. Uh, we went, uh, we did pretty well. So place your bets now to see one who broke the curse rule. And uh, how long it took. But uh, outside of that, uh, thanks again, ladies and gentlemen, for tuning in. And um, just wanted to send a special shout out to everybody out there. Uh, it is, I um, have finished round two of my chemotherapy treatments. And I'm happy to report that round two didn't kick my ass as much as round one. I will call round two a draw. Just putting it out there. So anyway, once again, thank you for your well wishes towards myself. But it's not about me. It's about the Southampton Superpod. And what a fun time was had by all. Once again, very proud to be a part of it. We smashed the record, but you can still donate at superpod.co.uk. And all else I got to say about that is fantastic. It's fantastic. I'm very proud of everyone involved. And uh, I am blabbing because I'm on medication and I'm on recovery time. But I just thought I would jump in here for this extended episode. And, uh, well, since it's extended and it's special, let's send a big shout out to my boy Uncle Joey. What's happening, cocksucker? All right, here we go. Myself, Just John, live from the Southampton Superpod 2017. Oh, and I just have to add, in our infinite wisdom, professionalism, we were so distracted and nervous about being on live, as well as the Facebook live stream, I, Lizzie, didn't hit record right at the beginning, so you do miss the first couple of words, you kind of join us mid-babble, but I mean, all we ever do is babble anyway, baby, so join in progress. This is a special live podcasting event, raising money for comic relief, it's the Southampton Superpod. It's time for another live podcast. Establishing connection. Incoming transmission. You are now listening to the Spare Time Legends Podcast Network. Good morning, Southampton Superpod 2017. 
Welcome to the Legend in My Spare Time podcast. We are proud to be here today in aid of Red Nose Day. Legend in my spare time. Please consider following us at Legend Podcast on Twitter and subscribing to Legend in My Spare Time, available from all fine podcast sites and apps. We feel it's important to inform you that while today's show is family-friendly, we are usually a podcast not for the easily offended. Our typically foul-mouthed hosts are on their best behavior. But listener discretion is always advised. Thank you for joining us. Here are your hosts. Introducing first. He is the one and only. He is your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. He's too sweet to be sour. The finest host on any hour. The nature boy. The king of the grumps. The original emo gangster. M to the L. Mizzle. M dog. Matt Lees. And the other guy. Just John. pauses or we're concentrating too hard it's on the words. It's because we try not to curse. We're trying to sort of filter everything that we say, you know, in our minds That's first. right. That's right. Can uh, I say that? You can say whatever you want. No, you can't say whatever you want. But you can say a few things. Now, again, if you are joining us on Facebook Live, we totally appreciate it. Uh, but again, we are here to raise money today for comic relief. So if you can spare any money at all, please donate. Now, you know we don't like asking for donations. We don't like asking people to give their money away. But this is a great cause. So if you can spare anything, then please do head to superpod.co.uk and click donate in the top right hand corner. Uh, now, quite a few cool things have happened now just john and i have not done an episode in a little while here a couple of weeks at least of our own podcast so we'll probably have enough things to talk about as well so uh firstly just john what's been new in the world of you um for any of our listeners who do know us and are loyal uh you haven't been we haven't been around for a while for obvious reasons which we can maybe get into later but what's new in the world of just john uh i'm drawing the blank i saw logan Right. <laughs> All right. So for those of you who don't know, no, I know that's probably a lot of people thinking. Well, I don't get why that's uh, a big thing. Just John here, ladies and gentlemen, the wonderful one. There he is with his Batman headphones on. He is not. <gasps> he is very. You got me wearing Batman headphones. You've been wearing them for like a year. Uh, he is very sensitive, shall we say, when it comes to yeah, X Men. I think sensitive is a good so, word. So if you've ever had that friend who goes to the movie and says. That's totally not what happened in issue 26. This is awful. That's him. That's this beautiful guy right there. Look at him. There he is. Have a look. Look in the camera and wave at the people. Hi. That's him. He's the one. So he um, is never happy with X-Men movies. No, that's correct. I'm uh, never happy. He has a man crush on Wolverine, a.k.a. Logan. So he's never happy with the fact that he's like six foot 12 or whatever the hell, that, however that works out. Hey, he was a beast, you know. Yeah, but he's not comic beast. I'm not saying like Beast. I'm just saying it's... Uh, they took too many liberties and they tried to make it too... Oh, no, let's make it so more modern. This could actually happen. And no. They took too many liberties and you are not happy. I'm not happy. You're un- upset about this. And, you know, I know that they wouldn't please me, that they'd probably go for the majority of people who's going to pay, you know, quite a lot of money to them, not just right. one guy that's like, yeah, this is so wrong, this would never happen. But, I don't know, there's <sighs> just a few things I just felt that, like... They could have done better. Mm-hmm. Like they've had ample opportunities to reboot the timelines. Everyone wanted to see the yellow spandex, just you know, because 
I don't know, it's just morbid curiosity. And if if the Marvel Cinematic Universe has shown us anything, it has proved that you can be a little bit ostentatious, I believe is the word. You can go a little bit out there. Yeah. And I mean, you get as upset about that kind of thing as I do about wrestling, it's probably fair to say. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd, say, I'd say that's really fair. Now, I know a lot of people are out there thinking, but the yellow costume wouldn't work. There is something I read on the internet. Um, probably should have had this lined up ready. Oh, why be prepared? Listen, folks, we are a lot of things here, but we're not always prepared. We fly by the seat of our pants, yeah. but we have fun. Uh, which is okay for him because he's not a he's not a broadcast dude. Uh, but for me, someone who actually you know worked in and studied radio broadcasting and actually his job was to be on the radio, I do a shocking amount of preparation for somebody who knows better. But anyway, we were saying. So uh, someone on the internet uh, has posted basically uh, a fan theory on why Wolverine wears yellow spandex. Because I'm you're thinking, I've got a theory as to why he wears yellow spandex, but see? I'm not allowed to talk about it because of PG. PG, it's PG, boy. But you think he's, you know, some burly, buff, hairy guy, smokes cigars, drinks all the time, curses like a sailor, although he doesn't in the comics because they're comics. Well, there is that, if there, if I may, there is the one comic where he does say a swear word, which is now a rare edition. Which... And I bet you know what issue it is. I bet you know what issue it is. Come on, Walt Flanagan. What well, issue number is it? It's either 130 or 131. Ah... 130 or 131. I'm going to go 130. All right. And uh, folks... Uh, I know for... exactly what the cover looks like. It's Logan falling off... Well, Wolverine in his yellow costume falling off a, a snowy mountain side, looking all weird. Yeah. But yeah, he does use a naughty word. And I, I think I've got like three issues of that that's apparently been recalled. So I just need to find the other like couple of thousand and burn them all, and then my three issues will be worth millions. Millions, I tell you. Millions. But yes, the this fan theory on why this you know guy who has knives coming out of his back of his hands and who can heal and wears bright yellow spandex, it's it's kind of like the opposite of camouflage. It's to basically draw attention, because um, he only ever seems to wear the yellow costume when working with the X Men. A lot of the times, it's just you know normal streetwear, and usually within the X Men there are quite a few young. Uh, Young mutants, young kids, because obviously it's supposed to be a school for uh, higher learning where mutants who just develop their powers are learning about them. And if some of them are quite powerful, they they get chucked on the team. And as this guy who can take a ridiculously amount of punishment and still sort of stay standing, it would make sense to kind of put him at the front. And he's the one that can sort of just... Like, if anyone plays MMOs, he's the tank. He can take the amount of damage while everyone else around him just mops up and sort of avoids getting hit. And I, I'm i not going to lie, I was reading this, and I just thought that is incredibly amazing. And it's the same reason why you get some of the other strong people, like uh, Colossus is in a bright, quite yellow, but he's not really covered up because he can take a lot of damage as well. So you get, like, the powerhouses and Wolverine being one of them. Where's this bright yellow thing? Because when you've got a group of people... I'm just assuming when you get a group of people attacking you, you think, oh, quick, there's, there's that thing that's over there. It's easy to hit. Let's just shoot, shoot it because, you know, why not? And you might not understand why you're shooting it. But I thought that was a really nice fan theory and why he wore the yellow. And they could have even... I know this fan theory came out like I read it two months ago, so it's probably... They couldn't have broached it in the films, but in the films they could have just said something along that time. It's like he could, you could have had him say, but like, why am I wearing yellow? It's like, well, you can you can withstand getting shot, so wouldn't it make it easy 
or wouldn't it be make more sense to have you, you know, the lightning rod? And I thought that was, I was, oh, that made me fall in love with him even more. Because, you know, not only is he a tough, burly man, he's willing to take all this punishment so other people don't. And if that doesn't make you fall in love with him, then, well, I just have to look to the toys and just say, why, why not? Or action figures. But you're not overly sensitive about that. No, I'm not overly sensitive. And I have disliked all most of the films just because there's... They did try to make it a little bit too real, which... You know, they took a shot and admittedly it didn't strike a chord with me. Um, the box office kind of proves that, you know, it might have been popular elsewhere. But And it was nice to sort of see the X-Men and, you know, the bigger universe sort of expanding on TV. But they were too cautious with, oh, no, let's not do that because that wouldn't be believable. Where it seems like the Marvel Cinematic Universe was like, hey, let's just see how crazy we can make this. And, you know, it kind of paid off. But Logan to kind of, you know cut an even longer story short because that was the original point was actually i was surprised i did enjoy it i thought it was a really good sort of farewell because it was 17 years i believe the hugh jackman's been playing him and i thought it it kind of did him justice because you got the r8 in so you got him being a little bit more uh cursing and stabbing people because that's his only offensive power is stabbing people and to have a pg or no blood kind of doesn't make sense but i i thoroughly enjoyed it even if it was a bit of a tearjerker. Did you cry in the cinema by yourself? I didn't cry. I I was strong. <laughs> I was strong. Were you? I can't, um, I, I can't remember. I was, you know, it did strike wait, a chord. You, you don't remember if you cried in the cinema? I don't remember. There was a lot of people around, and I don't know, There was it, it was, it was heat of the moment. It, it, was, it happened so fast. Yeah. Well, listen, if you're tuning in on Facebook Live... We're doing our best, folks, to get a better stream going. Um, but it's tough. Um, uh, Shane Richard Jordan, shout out to you, buddy. Uh, he made a great suggestion to obviously uh, switch to 4G, but the software we are using in order to stream the video does not work if it's not on Wi-Fi. Talk Talk is the company we use, not to bash them, but uh, y'all getting canceled ASAP. You're out the door. So maybe our good buddy, um, our good buddy Robert Fitzgerald can hook us up with that sort of thing. And if anyone's out there listening, just want to double check on the actual stream on superpod.co.uk or Mixler or TuneIn. That's right. Just to make sure that everything is working fine. Although I'm sure people at Southampton will give us a heads up if everything's going a bit. Yeah, um, I'm going to be honest. I have a feeling that the stream going to Southampton is going to sound just fine. Uh, It's going to be the Facebook Live, if anything. But we're doing what we can. I mean, we thought it was cool to have you be able to look at us and watch along rather than not, I guess. So do you have it running over there? Uh, no, because uh, it kept freezing, but I will... Uh... Yeah, you're on the... Are you on 4G or Yeah, what? I'm on 4G. All right, so sorry, folks, for the behind-the-scenes boring talk. Uh, but, yeah, we are here, and uh, we're having a good time. He, we haven't sworn yet. We are 15... Uh, 15 we minutes are, in? Yeah, 20 minutes in. Uh, my good friend, our good friend, Ben Gummery from IndieMacUser.co.uk says, The stream is groovy. Uh, Superpod works fine. Uh, Facebook, not so much. So what I would say is maybe throw us on Facebook Live, but turn the volume off. That way you can see our pretty faces, um, and then uh, yeah, yeah, and then um, just go ahead and listen along. You know what I mean? You know what I mean. Jeez. Well, as long as you're listening or watching, anything is yeah. Fine. Because also, if you listen to the stream uh, but watch the video, that way when we cut to like do music and things, you can still listen to that. So um, there you go. Because you know we've got loads lined up. 
Yeah, we're having a good time today. Um, now, part of what we were going to do was go kind of back in time uh, because some of you would be new listeners. Some of you would be new people. <gasps> you mean um, literally? Lit- no, not no, not literally. Uh, so we thought we'd kind of go into a little bit of history. This podcast, Legend in My Spare Time, uh, started with myself and some good friends who were also musicians, uh, hence the Legend in My Spare Time theme. And we used to uh, kind of do a podcast every week about our adventures as musicians, you know, uh, bar owners trying to rip <laughs> us off and getting lost and having to play really lousy covers that we didn't enjoy doing. Uh, but every week we would have different people on with us and we had a really good time. Um, the first co-host we had was Dave Rage K. Now, Dave Rage K, for those of you who don't know, no disrespect to the beautiful man sitting across from me, um, Dave Rage K is the perfect podcast co-host. When you listen to podcasts, you want Dave K. He sounds like one of the dudes from Clerks. I don't remember which one, but one of them. Um, what, the, the 37? Yeah, no, 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 not my girlfriend. <laughs> no, we. No, I'm not we, trying to get you. Uh... We got away from. We got to get away from clerks, because one of us is gonna curse. Um, anyway, he's a perfect co-host. Uh, only downside being that he vanishes consistently and nobody knows where he goes. Yeah, and I imagine he doesn't live in the same country as you might. In, uh, no, no. Uh, I mean, I, when he lived in the same country, I never saw him. So there's no chance he's gonna do it now. Although I'm gonna call him out because there was a day when Dave Rage K said to me um that's um geez what's going on we lost a new we lost our video again it's great as long um, as the video as long as the, the stream is still up i suppose <laughs> yeah yeah it's just a lot of work i went to to get the video going and now people are like it's not working but anyway uh dave rage k fantastic co-host um he used to get me in a lot of trouble well what a co-host for i mean you try to get me in a lot of trouble starting I, wars i do not as uh, someone else has commented, you were cashing checks for me. I'm writing checks for you to cash, which you're unable to do. That's Yeah, I was trying to find a way of not saying the A word in there. Right. Uh, no, so, um, well, anyway, we've talked about Dave. That's fine. Uh, another former co-host, or two of them, actually, Chris Muskyboy, big shout out to Chris, and Shane Richard Jordan. Those guys uh, started their own podcast. It's called Let's Chat Geek. And um, oh, you can't say the other word that you use during the war. No, no, because they do have another title. A personal title to us, to you. Yeah, um, they do have another title, but we can't say it. Is that fair? That's fair. Um, but anyway, they decided to start talking smack to us. Uh, you specifically telling you that, you know, you're no good. Yeah, because obviously you started talking smack to them, saying that I said this. Yep. And yeah, even one of them... As politely noted that you were trying to uh, write some checks for me. Yeah, I was. Yes. Now, I did tell them your message this week about you're glad they learned how to talk <clears throat> into the mic. Yeah, which I, I heard. And I was just like, <clears throat> I, I honestly don't remember saying that. Come on, you but said obviously it. being old, I could just be my memory. You said it. I, I did not. Know it. You and know you said it. Have you really taken down 29 or was just 29 a random number that you use from the Undertaker no, speech? Yeah, because the under, cause there's 30. I said we're going to dig 29 holes for 29 souls because in the Royal Rumble, there's 30 dudes. So if uh, you win the Royal Rumble, you will technically beat out two other or 29. At least one other person. At least 29 other dudes. Well, not if you're 29. Well, yeah, you, you wouldn't have beat him personally or her personally, but yeah, you would have not lost to them. Exactly. Okay. Do we understand each other now? I was—I'm not gonna lie—I was a little bit impressed. I was like, "God damn, he's taking out 29 people." Is that? 
I I wouldn't. We gotta I, move over now because you. It's I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't. Please, please accept our apology. It's a Sunday morning, and we could have just breached over it. You didn't have to sort of draw attention to it. I know, but it's fun to draw attention to it. All right, Facebook Live. I lowered the stream quality, so hopefully now the video looks a little better. And but we as look I said, a better. just throw the. Try to listen to. The, I know it's not gonna be lined up though, so it's gonna be like us. Our mouths moving and the voice is not lined up to it and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, uh, we've got Shane Richard Jordan on the live feed right now. And he says, oh, we're talking smack. Well, you know, you guys called us out. You know, it's one of those things. Just because, you know, just because we're going to beat you to a podcast pulp, it doesn't mean that we're being mean. It just means that, you know, we won the war. So let's chat geek. They want to have a little podcast beef, which is cool. I'm down with that. I, I'm I'm not so down with that. You know, obviously. Well, it's because you're easily afraid. You're easily scared and frightened. Why would you you're like say, a frightened you say that? young fawn that's been injured, and I'm re-releasing you into the wilderness. Kind of like no sudden movements. Mm-hmm. Don't startle him. He scares easily. You do scare easily. Don't well, I'm, you? I'm jumpy. I have a nervous disposition. I believe is the word. Yeah. Freeze. Well, tell the truth, man. You are terrified of things. Your 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 shadow. Why would you say that? I'm Don't. sorry. Should hey, we wait, get wait, a spider wait. in Sh- here or a clown? True or false? We have to finish our podcasts. Don't grant true or false. We have to finish our podcast when we do record every week before it gets dark out. True or false? Because you're, you don't want to drive them in the dark. True or false? Just answer the That's question. False. That's, That's completely not, false. You tell me all the time I got to be home before dark. I know. In the winter, it's dark by four. That's when we finish work. Yeah, and we haven't done it. Well, listen. Oh. You are, are you going to try and blame that on me? You're always you're scared of the dark. <sighs> no, I'm not. I have commented maybe once or twice, like sometimes I dislike getting home late because parking on my road and because is a you're scared of the dark. Nothing and to because do when it's dark. dark out, you're not convinced there's not somebody in your backseat waiting for you. No, you say that. <laughs> I do say you that. Say every that. Time. You say that. Watch out for the person in the backseat. And I've jumped <laughs> once just because someone snuck up on me in this house. Yeah, that was, yeah, my once, folks. At home, uh, my wife terrified just John. Didn't terrify. All she, all she did was come up the stairs, but he was uh, terrified. Sh- I didn't hear her. All of a sudden, I turn around and there was a person behind me when yep. all the lights were off. Yeah, and all we have is this mood lighting. I know it's lovely mood mood lighting. For those of you who can mood. see us on Facebook, uh, and for those of you, uh, look, this is a two parter. If you're watching on Facebook Live, even if you're not, if you're listening to the podcast, you would have heard an episode called Matella Lie where I may have thrown a big, big strop regarding how hard it is for uh, for me to buy wrestling toys here in the country. Uh, I, I, whoa, didn't, whoa, whoa. I didn't swear. Toys? Yeah, I was complaining I about figures. figures. I was complaining about exclusive figures because my point was, minus the swear words, forget your exclusive stuff. Just sell me your lump of plastic. Right? Which is fair. I mean, that's how I feel about they it. They should so- understand they've got fans around the world. So... These fantastic figures we were having an issue with, whereas the uh, Mattel have done a retro line to look like the old Hasbro wrestling figures. For those of you who don't know the names, Hasbro wrestling figures are the ones that are available like in the 90s. You know, you pull the arm back and he punches and whatever. They've done an exclusive line now, and in the States, it's exclusive to Walmart because Walmart doesn't like to share. Well, we don't have Walmart here, so there's me thinking, well, I'm never going to get these toys. I am not a happy bunny. However, for those of you who are watching on the live feed, you can see behind me there. Oh, that's right. What's that? Series one of the Mattel retros? Oh, yeah. Now, this is a charity event, so I don't want to go shilling for some website. But there is a fantastic website that sells wrestling toys based in the UK. Great prices, great selection, and he sends them wrapped nicely so that your boxes come in pristine condition. 
can't thank him enough for that. So that's my part of that story because I was excited and you mentioned toys and I just went off on a thing. I don't think I ever mentioned toys. Not once. Now, uh, I'd like to say hello as well to Shane Richard Jordan, who's actually listening live right now from Sin City Comics based in Newport. So he said he's also glad we're not swearing. So it's one of those things. Should we take a hit on the podcast just to no. try and scare him a little? No, to get him like squeaky bum. Well, he knows. He listens to the show. He knows at any point, at any point, a swear word could just fly out of here. I'll tell you a story without telling the swear word. That, <laughs> uh, have I told you a story about when I got suspended from legit real radio once? Doesn't ring a bell. So I'm on, um, it was on in our, when we did our high school station, we were broadcasting live on 88.5 FM. We were doing a weather report. During the weather report, I said something like, oh, and Toronto's getting six centimeters of snow, suckers. And my co-host went, yeah, but we're getting eight. And instead of saying, oh, well, I said, oh, shoot. Only I didn't say shoot. I said the word that rhymes with, you know, well, bit. There we go. We didn't curse. Uh, so as soon as that <laughs> happens, the board in front of me, which is where all the callers come in, light up all of them. And I start taking calls and like, hello, what's your name? I don't know. So yeah, I got to I got to take a few days suspension for that. So there you go. But was it kind of one of those I things didn't like claim things just... like I've sworn on live radio? No, I was ashamed of myself. Were you really? Yeah, back then I still had morals and sh- stuff. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Shane here down was like, no, don't, don't do it, 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 don't do it. We are, ladies and gentlemen, half an hour in. Now, both of us were terrified. We had to do an hour and 45 minutes. Firstly, just talking live. I have not done this long of live uh, since I genuinely worked in radio broadcasting. He's never done it. Uh, the folks at home don't know this, but when we record the podcast, we pretty much stop every 10 minutes so he can kind of relax and calm down, and then we start over again. Well, it doesn't help when my co-host uh, tries to rile me up. It's true. I do. I do often try to rile him up. So that being said, Legend in My Spare Time is available where all fine podcasts are available. Throw it in your Google machine and subscribe. Give us a listen uh, every week. We're not as weekly at the moment, but there are reasons behind all that, which it's not really fun to go into. So we can no, maybe talk about it later. Uh, but we will return to regular our regular scheduled programming very soon. Uh, I can see here we've got uh, Gareth Staples watching live, and we've got our good friend J.J. Hawkins. J.J., it's so early in the morning, and he's up here watching with us. Going to say this man-to-man, J.J. I almost swore because it's hard not to swear. I love you, buddy. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the show. Uh, J.J. Hawkins, ladies and gentlemen, a wonderful friend, a family member of mine, who also does a podcast called Mars Needs Podcasts. So check that out as well. Now, we'll do a bit more shilling because let's be honest, that's why we're here. Am I right? That is why we are here. We are not here to show you our beautiful faces as much as we're enjoying that. We're not here to tell silly stories and to try not to curse. We're here to raise money for a great cause. Um, Now, we are raising money for Comic Relief. And if you can spare any money at all, please donate. We're not telling you to not buy groceries this weekend, all right? But if you've got even an extra pound or two, you can donate and it will help. So you can get involved, okay? To donate through our Red Nose Day giving page, please head to superpod.co.uk and click on donate in the top right corner. Now, every single penny that you donate goes to Comic Relief, helping them support those in need in the UK and in Africa. And if you're a UK taxpayer, don't forget to say yes to gift aid so that the government adds an extra 25% on top of your donation with no extra cost to you. So yeah, take a little bit of the government's money too. 
And let's all, you know, let's raise as much as we can for this. Does that sound good to you, JP? Just John. That sounds excellent to me. Great. Now, many ways to listen to us live. If you're just joining us on Facebook Live, thank you very much. But you can also head to superpod.co.uk. There's a Facebook page for Superpod 2017. Uh, there is also, of course, the Twitter account. And we're on Mixler. And we're on TuneIn Radio right now as well. Now, just John, if you would, stall for me for just a moment, sweetheart. Because I'm going to get something in front of us here. I want to do... A donation update. I want to take a look at what the what the money's at right now and see how we can, you know, improve or what we can do with that. All right. So we're gonna have a look right now as the cheesy background music. And I should even do like uh let's go to the donation studio and find out what we're raised so far. Alright, what do you think it's gonna be? Oh, I don't even know. Um I'm useless at guessing. Well, it's looking good right now. I've just had it from the Southampton Superpod studio. And uh, very proud to say, total money raised, including the money in the room right now, because obviously there is a live event happening. We are sitting at 434 pounds of 16 pence. Really? That's awesome. That's amazing. You know, it's one of those, you do all these events, and you hope everything goes well. 434 pounds is nothing to be shy about, and we've still got the rest of today. So again, one pound, two pounds, five pounds, ten pounds, whatever you can spare. Like, for example, not to call anyone out, is it rude to call someone out directly for charity? Because uh, I know right now, our good buddy Robert is listening. Who? And Rob, Rob, I know you do all right, dog. I know you make some ducats. I know you're newly married. You got a kid. But we all, we, listen, man, you dress beautiful. You always got a nice Starbucks. I'm not trying to guilt you into this, Robert. But I know you can send some money. And I will out your last name again if you don't do it. How about that? Is it rude? You can, I'm probably going to get a message now from them going. You say, is you it rude? You You've literally just done it. Right? You can't bully people into giving money. Well, what if you can? If he now feels bad and donates five pounds, boom. Am I right? It worked. I'm going to remain silent during this. <laughs> get get lazy to your charity event because he'll just bully people and make them feel bad. So that is fantastic. If you've already donated 434 pounds, 16p, beautiful. Thank you so much. Right. This part is going to be kind of exclusive to the studio audience so once again if you are listening on the uh, stream you're going to hear some tunes if you're watching on the facebook group you're probably just going to hear me and just john in the room chatting with each other uh or you're probably going to hear toilets flush because we're going to run and do a quick toilet break maybe who knows but as i was saying oh we could run down and have a quick game of wrestling yeah and then just forget about the stream and not come I, back just hear, like, sh- sadly again shouts. with a history in radio broadcasting do you think that would be the first time i left to play a video game and forgot about the live radio i'm gonna go ahead and say no absolutely not there's also another time where uh i was uh kind of doing like the late night running the board at a, at uh 107.5 the all new dave fm there's me running the board middle of the night having a great time my dream literally my dream job at that time now, the station was right next to a Tim Hortons, which is a beautiful coffee shop, okay? It's like 2 in the morning, and I'm looking at the Timmies, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to play like a Pink Floyd tune, which is like seven minutes, and I'm going to Tim Hortons. How about that, right? Now, the studio was on the street level, big glass window so you could see all the gear and everything. So I do it. I hit play, squeaky bum time, and I run to Tim Hortons. I get the biggest coffee, and I'm so proud of myself. And I come back, and I look through the glass doors, and sitting right next to the microphone are my keys to the studio. (laughs) So not only only did I leave the studio when I wasn't supposed to, I locked my keys in the room. So now I'm like, okay, well, that song's got... 
that song's got like five minutes left. Uh, and back then, anyway, the way that it worked, the way that this kind of thing worked was if the FM signal dropped to dead air, so to silence for too long, a pager would go off at the house of the head engineer who would then have to drive to the station to figure out why the alarm wasn't, why there was dead air. So I've got like five minutes and seven seconds, you could say, to get this thing working. So I'm terrified. I almost swore again. I'm running around, and then I realize there's a window in the back that's open in the storage room, but I can't reach it. So I'm thinking, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? At this point, back then, we used to leave the keys to one of the trucks in the visor. Okay. So I'm thinking, please, door be open. Please, door be open. The door's open. I have to drive the Dave FM truck at like 2 in the morning to the back door so I can then stand on the hood, climb in the window, run in, and hit the next button on the board before it goes to dead air. Did you make it? Yes, I did. I want you to realize that I did make it, and uh, I didn't learn my lesson, and I probably did it again and again. <laughs> but yeah, that was a scurry time. So anyway, that was us talking about radio, uh, and uh, that was a sidetrack. But what I was saying was, we used to do gigs everywhere, all over the place, multiple nights a week with different friends and people that have been on the podcast. We're going to play a couple of those. Um, yeah. First one we're going to play uh, is a good friend of mine, Mr. Todd Donald. Now, honestly, folks, for those of you listening from the Canadian side of things who've ever seen me do a gig... I'd be shocked if you've never seen me do a gig with Todd Donald. We kind of met once at a house party where we were both playing acoustic guitar, and then we just kind of just started doing gigs together uh, where, you know, he would play, I would play. I'd open for him, he'd open for me. It was cool because there was two of us, and it kind of felt less scary because this is when we had literally just come from, like, playing music in our parents' basement, right? And, like, your friends would go, oh, you know, you're, you're, you're pretty good. Maybe you should go out and play live sometime. And you think, no. But because Todd was there, I think I helped him be brave enough and he helped me be brave enough by the end of it i think when we were doing gigs we did start to compete with each other a little bit of competitive atmosphere which i guess is good you know it drove us both forward uh in the nicest way possible i'm sure i wanted to be better than todd and todd wanted to be better than me but that's what drives you forward and that's what makes it cool uh so um one envious thing of mine always for Todd was that Todd did get to record two studio albums. I never got to finish my album, but he did get to record them. Uh, Todd's first record was the name of the first one. I bet you can't name the second one. Matt Lee's band? No, Todd's second record. Matt Lee's band? No, no. Look, you didn't get it. You didn't get no. it. You didn't get it. You failed. Okay, try again. No, I don't want to know. Do you even remember what my album is going to be called when it is complete? The Matt Lee's band. No. Uh, this is why I think you don't listen to me. Legend in my no, no. Forget it. We're gonna move on because you're upsetting me, and I always have to curse when you upset me. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk more, Todd Donald. This is a track from Todd's second record, and it's one of my favorites that he did. Uh, it's called "Joke Flirting." Joke flirting, which you may get down with, because I think it's about trouble with the ladies. Ah, oh, thanks. <laughs> Look, man, thirty-seven minutes. That's the first dig I took at you. That's nice. That's cool. I'm pretty sure that's not the first dig. I'm just too ignorant to have picked up on the others. Well, yeah. You, in fairness, you don't pick up on a lot of things I say. I just don't listen. That's hurtful. That's really hurtful. All right. So once again, if you're listening on uh, Facebook Live, you aren't going to hear the tunes, but everybody else is. So jump over to Mixler or tune in for a little bit of Todd Donald. This track is called Joke Flirting. Thank you for listening, everybody. Keep it going. Donate some money. Donate the money. It's not going to mirror this, this chump here. All right. You know, usually when JP is like, give us free stuff, free he's stuff. not saying that today. Today he's saying, donate some money to Comic Relief. Donate some money to Red Nose Day. Hey, if we can get to 600 pounds before we go off the air at uh, at uh, quarter to noon, is that quarter, 11, a quarter no, to one? Quarter to one. 
If we can get up to 600 pounds before we go off the air at quarter to one, I'll punch JP in the nose and he'll get a red nose. And that's a red nose day. Uh, you, no. Come on, it's for charity. <laughs> it's for charity. Why can't I punch you in the nose? Because I'm fragile at the moment. Now, <laughs> so? But then again, you always tell me how weak I am. So how hard am I really going to be able to hit you? It's I'm probably going to break my knuckles. Can I smack you? No, you know, slap would hurt even more. How about a friendly slap on the cheek if we no. get to six hundred? That would hurt even more. Come on, man, you are not helping out the charity here. Tell you what, Black anything, anything you, like you do to me, I'll do to you. Fair? Ah, uh, but no, you're gonna hit me way harder than I hit you. <laughs> We're gonna figure something out, folks. We're gonna chat for a few minutes. We'll try to find us some kind of a forfeit. If we can get to a certain amount, maybe we'll do it. Uh, um, yeah, we'll figure something out. Like, you know, actually, I've got a good one. We'll come back and talk about it in a minute. Uh, let's do Todd Donald joke flirting once again. Thank you for listening. Thanks to Southampton Superpod for having us. We are Legend in My Spare Time. We'll be right back. You can even cue up the tunes. Hey, Todd, if you're listening, I always love this tune. It was one of my favorites. So, Todd Donald, joke flirting, Legend in My Spare Time.
Oh, yeah, ladies and gentlemen, it's Legend in My Spare Time and Native Comic Relief, Red Nose Day, superpod.co.uk. And that's our boy Todd Donald from Todd's Second Record. Check out Todd Donald, Spotify, iTunes, etc. And if you're in the Kitchener-Waterloo area of Canada, check him out, because I'm sure he's playing a gig sometime soon. He does his own podcast, but genuinely, 100%, we cannot say the name because there's a curse in it. So... If you want to message us, maybe we can tell you what it is. And I could tell our Facebook Live people, but I can't tell the live stream podcast. So for Facebook Live. All right. So did you see that there? Did you get? <laughs> I saw that. I yeah. muted the mic and swore and JP got you a hope, little screwy. You hope that you muted the mic. Right. He's probably typing right now going. <sighs> I guys have to take it off the air. Yeah. Now, okay, we're going to do another one. This is going to be some bluesy music, which is really cool. A uh, very good friend of mine from back in the day, Alex Tintinelli, who at the time, at the time of what this tracks you're about to hear, he was like f- 14 years old. When he recorded this. When he recorded what we're about to listen to. A 14-year-old blues prodigy, as it were. We'll go to that in a second. Now, we had a few comments on the Facebook Live video. Why don't you read those out for us? I'm okay. Just John. No, I'm Go okay. ahead. Just no, read no. it out. I know what it says anyway, so I'm giving you the benefit of the doubt here to let you read it first. Well, a few people agree that I should probably get punched. For, uh, for charity. For charity, yeah. Who, who said that? I believe that was uh, Stephen, uh, our boy Stephen from... Army Steve. Army Steve. Army Steve. Looking. Where is he? Look in the camera. I'm looking. You're a beautiful looking man. You. You're a beautiful man, Army Steve. Thank you for listening. That's me. Thank you. Now, um, you're beautiful. There you go. Now, Bro- Steve, Army Steve. You're a beautiful man. Um, before we go on to music, I got another thing I want to do. Robert, I saw you're watching the live video now. You may have missed the part before where I guilted you. Bro, we want you to donate. Throw some throw some money to the charity, superpod.co.uk, because we know how you do. You rolling in mad ducats, you can throw a couple of quid our way, Rockefeller. It's funny. It's don't guilt people into donating. Well, it wor- if it works. Well, guilt if it life. works. Uh, all right, so let's do that music thing. So, yeah, um, again, check out the TuneIn Radio or the live feed on Mixler so you can hear the other parts of this and not just silence when we do this. But um, here we go. Are you ready for this? No, I'm scared. Dude, as I said, 14 years old at the time of this recording. All right. Now, he has made a complete and utter change 360, and we'll go into that also, too, for his style of music. <laughs> well, he... He's the man now, basically. So let's have a listen here. Alex Tintinelli um, from an album called Nothing to Lose. A little bit of history on that from me is at the record release party of Nothing to Lose. I opened for Young Tintinelli. We did a gig together. We did lots of shows together. Uh, So here we go. This is Love is Gone, a blues track by a 14-year-old blues prodigy from Ontario, Canada. What did he say? Tell me. what. Uh, J.J. Hawkins, anyone not willing to take a punch for charity is a coward. Oh, there you go. Here's Alex Tintinelli. So one each. Well, I'm just saying, man. One each. Yeah, but we'll go into I can't really take a punch in the face right now. Well, but I can. Well, you can take one better than I can. Yeah, that's just because I'm not a wimp. Look, we're talking over the music. Here's Tintinelli, superpod.co.uk, Inada Comic Relief. I'm Matt Lees. He's just John. It's legend in my spare time. And we'll be back in just a couple of minutes, you beautiful people. You call my house. You call my house yesterday. You call my house. You call my house yesterday. I pick up the phone, baby. I don't know what you say. 
Oh, Alex Tintinelli at the age of 14 rocking that blues guitar. Right? That's How's that for unbelievable? Kind of makes me feel like I've wasted my life. Well, you have. Well, yeah, Definitely. Definitely. Makes me feel like it a little bit more. A little bit more. Um, well, we're going to do lots more of that kind of stuff because later on in the show, we're actually going to do the world premiere. Da, 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 never before heard anywhere. The final version of the Matt Lee's band's first single from their upcoming album, Two Sides to Every Hero. Maybe I'm not leaving, but baby, I'm leaving you. Now, not many people have heard it. Our good friend JJ's heard it. He, I've he, heard it. Yeah, because yeah, you stole it off of a YouTube. I stole version. it off YouTube. Uh, but no, you haven't heard the, the 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 finished cut. You've heard the one that you stole and downloaded yourself off your YouTube. Well, you're still a thief. So not only will he not take a punch for charity, folks, he'll steal music from his musician friend. This is the guy we're dealing with. And then forget that it's playing when I give you a lift. <laughs> yeah, it drives me home, and my song comes on the uh, ooh, skip car stereo. <laughs> my my song comes on the car stereo. It's really rude of you, you know, um, and and you know, and you no show gigs now because you're too big to come to our gigs to my gigs when I have them because you're too busy. I'm sorry. When was the last one that you had that I missed? You 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 were somewhere else. Oh wait, I think the last one that you had it got canceled the last minute anyway. But well, I was going to say that I wasn't really invited to. Weren't you? <laughs> but let's not go into that. <laughs> <sighs> I think you remember. It's getting it's getting weird now. <sighs> it's getting awkward. Um, it's getting awkward, folks. So yeah, there we are. So it, what else is going on on the on the on this the chat screen? Just uh, John. Just people saying you know love you. That's nice. Uh, apparently, I fancy the nun. Steve said he wants to come and see us, guys. And um, Darren Ambrosen, a slap will do me. Give him your best, Matt. See, now for those of you wondering why do I want to slap JP, it's because we're raising money for comic relief. No. And any spare money at all, please donate. You can go through our Red Nose Giving page. Uh, that's superpod.co.uk. And you can click donate in the top right corner. Every single penny you donate goes to Comic Relief, helping them support those in need in the UK and Africa. And remember, if you're a UK taxpayer, say yes to gift aid, and the government will take an, add an extra 25% on your donation. And if we get to 600 by the end of this show at 1245, I'm smacking just John in the mouth. You're going to do it anyway, so whether or not we hit it. Why are you smelling your pits? No, see, with me, the camera's right on, so it doesn't look like I'm... Listen, man, there are people see? sitting in a room in Southampton right now listening to us talking about sniffing armpits. <laughs> Shane agrees with me that you should be honored that I took the time to steal your music and play it in my car. All right, well, think about the effort. Shane, tomorrow think I'm going to come down effort. to the comic shop. I'm going to help myself to some comics, and you should be grateful <laughs> that I blessed your location of store by taking your product. You know, going to go down there tomorrow. Plus, the worst part is, Shane, I know if when I do finish the album and it is ready to go, he's not going to buy one. No, because I expect you to He'll give just me one. He expects me to give him one. For free. Yeah, I'll give you one if we get to 600 pounds. Well, you know I'm going to buy one. No, Can you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You are not going to buy Can I just anything. comment, though? Is this the first time that the listeners have, uh, have been informed that there's uh, an album coming out? Uh, oh, maybe no. I mean, our, maybe our podcast listeners knew. Uh, but yeah, um, recently I've reconnected with the members of the Matt Lee's band back in Canada. Uh, it was I was contacted by Wayne Bond, the drummer, the producer, um, who basically said the tunes that we almost finished are banging and shouldn't just be sitting on a hard drive. Let's finish the record. So he's sending tracks to me, 
and I'm adding vocals and finishing up my side of things and sending them back to him. He's going to mix and master them. And we're actually going to release that mofo. So there you go. Yeah, the Matt Lee's band, two sides to every hero. First single, which is Maybe I'm Not Leaving, but Baby, I'm Leaving You. So uh, make sure, Facebook Livers, that you get onto the uh, Mixler or the TuneIn or the website feed, before, at least before the end, so that you can hear the tune. And if not, it'll be on the podcast edition which when, when that goes up. Uh, so, yeah, there we go. Well, <clears throat> that's a really, I was going to do some music, but that was really upbeat. So it's a bit too upbeat for what I was going to go into there. Oh, I don't like this. You don't like what? I don't know. You said that's too upbeat. It's like, oh, where's he going? Where's he going? Yeah, I don't like that either. Anyway, listen, I wanted to do a little thing here. Uh, we've actually got some cool stuff um, with us, some cool clips to play. Obviously, a lot of great people get involved uh, with these events um, with Red Nose Day every year. And let's see. Bear with me. There we go. Great. So we've got some guest appearances for the show. Okay. Do you know who our first guest appearance is? Ed Sheeran. Is he going to be here? Is no, he downstairs? No, Ed Sheeran's not downstairs. Oh, that would have been cool. We're going to talk Peter Capaldi. Uh, Peter Capaldi is about to do a spot for us on the show here. Well, not for us, but for Comic Relief, of course. So, um, Peter, I didn't tell you to start just yet. Comic Relief has made, a mosqui- has made mosquito nets and vaccines available to more and more people, saving lives with your donations. And we've got Peter Capaldi with a story of what still needs to be done in Malawi. There's something I want to share with you, and it's good news. This is Lucy and her little boy, born just two days ago. Doesn't even have a name yet. Partly because of your donations to Comic Relief, He's been born into a country where mosquito nets are being made available to more and more families and are saving lives every day. Because of vaccines you are helping fund for children, the mortality rate has been dramatically reduced. But we're not quite there yet. I went to the main hospital in Malongwe, Malawi's capital, to see what still needs to be done. I met Jean, a nurse in the children's ward. It's nice to see you, Jean. Thanks for letting us come here. So how many kids do we have here on this bed? We have five kids on this bed, and most of the kids here have been treated for malaria. Majority of these women don't have the mosquito nets. And mosquito nets could have prevented the kids from getting malaria. Yeah. The ward is overrun with cases of malaria. So there are two floors to this hospital because it's not only busy on this floor, it's also busy on this floor. There just simply aren't enough beds to go around. There are too many cases to fit these beds, so people have to sit on the floor, do whatever they can to look after their children. A new case has been admitted. It's a little boy called Timbani and he's finding it hard to breathe. His mum and dad, along with his baby brother, have traveled for over four hours to get him to hospital. He was admitted with complaint of chest pains, coughing, and shortness of breath. That child is very sick and has got a very severe disease. Tenbani has also tested positive for malaria 
and it's devastating news for his mum. Tenbali's mum has been in this situation before. Even before Tenbali was born, she lost a son. He was an infant too, the same age as Tenbali is now. It's vital that Tenbali's breathing is stabilized, but there's not enough oxygen pumps to go around, so the only option now is to pump air into Tenbali's body by hand. But there aren't enough medical staff, so it's up to Tenbali's dad to help keep his son alive. All through the night, desperate to see any sign of recovery, Tenbali's dad hand-pumped oxygen for his little boy. But eventually, Tenbali had become too weak to cope, and he went into cardiac arrest. Listening to the Southampton Superpod, the 36 hour podcasting event raising money for comic relief, broadcasting live from the Grand Harbor Hotel in Southampton. And as of this moment, live from South Wales, the Matt Cave, as we call it. And uh, we are honored to be here. So please give what you can, superpod.co.uk. There's a donate button in the top right corner. And, um, you know, the clips like that kind of remind you that that's, you know, we're not here just for a giggle and for fun. There is, you know, some really horrendous stuff going on in the world, which we can all help with with just, you know, a couple of pounds here or there, uh, smack in the face here or there, or whatever, you know. So I want to lighten the mood a little bit. Is that all right for you? That's fine with me. Okay, so what I did was, because we have to be family friendly, I got some cheesy jokes. So some would also say dad jokes. Yeah, yeah. So almost jokes that you know your dad used to say to embarrass you when you were a kid that's right so let's do some cheesy jokes all right now you love you love a cheesy joke hey i love a joke as much as the next person who likes okay likes a joke okay here we go these are all for you big guy because also ladies and gentlemen what's really exciting is if he laughs hard enough he gets the hiccups (laughs) i do so if we can get him really giggling here he will get the hiccups. But now I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be stoic. I'm going to try and be very straight-faced. Yeah, you're usually really good at that. Okay. <clears throat> Are you ready? No. I bought some shoes from a drug dealer. I don't know what he laced them with, but I've been tripping all day. <laughs> okay, yeah, okay, okay. You like that one? Yeah, I like that one. Good, good, good. it's clean. Yeah, there's, you know, some adult uh, That's themes right. in there. I told my wife she drew her eyebrows too high. She seemed surprised. <laughs> uh, now this one... Uh, no, I'm going to skip that one. Ooh. <laughs> uh, my wife told me I had to stop acting like a flamingo, so I had to put my foot down. <laughs> yeah, I did like it. it. Yeah, yeah. Folks, 
I'm putting it out there. He's going to get the hiccups. Um, I, I bought my friend an elephant for his room. He said, thanks. And I said, don't mention it. <laughs> oh, they're coming, folks. The hiccups are on their way. I should have made it a game like, let's see if I can give Just John the hiccups. Um, did I tell you, Just John, that I have an EpiPen? No. Yeah, my friend gave it to me and he was dying. It seemed very important to him that I have it. <laughs> I like that one. Oh. And it sounds like something you would do. <laughs> That's terrible. Well, that, keep, that was hurtful. Keep something that someone's given to you. you know, this means a lot to me. Keep it, and you would. John, what's the difference between a hippo and a zippo? I don't have a zippo in my pocket. One is really heavy, and the other is a little lighter. <laughs> I like that one. I can feel the hiccups coming. No. He's going to get them. He's going to get them. My friend says to me, what rhymes with orange? So I said, no, it doesn't. <laughs> I was waiting for something else, Alan. Uh. Is that... I was going to... No, can't say that joke. Okay, ready? Okay. What do we want? Low-flying airplane noises. When do we want them? Meow. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> this might be the one that gets you. Ooh. What do you call a Frenchman wearing sandals? I don't know. Philip Philop. <laughs> I like your face when you said that. Right. <laughs> What's orange and sounds like a parrot? I don't know. A carrot. Ah. Uh. <laughs> uh. What do you call a dog that does magic tricks? A magic dog. A labracadabrador. <laughs> He's going to do it, folks. No, no, no. I think I, I think. Hey, man, look. So what if I don't know what Armageddon means? It's not the end of the world. <laughs> that one's not as good for you, huh? No. That's a serious matter. How do you get two whales in a car? The M4. <laughs> exactly. Start in England and drive west. <laughs> My dad used to say that joke all the time. A blind man walks into a bar and a table <laughs> Ow. and a chair. <laughs> Why did the old man fall in the well? I don't know. Because he couldn't see that well. <laughs> I was trying to... Uh, <laughs> I bought the world's worst thesaurus yesterday. Yeah. Yeah, not only is it terrible, it's terrible. <laughs> uh, I have a friend who asked me to help round up his 37 sheep. Okay. So I said 40. <laughs> I like how um, a certain listener tuned in on Facebook Live who's synonymous for uh, cheesy jokes. Cheesy jokes. I almost swore then. Ke it's not Kevin Dad jokes, is it? No, it's Guy Walkley. Oh, Luke Skywalkley. How you doing, buddy? We love your cheesy jokes too. Uh, I found a job helping a one armed typist do capital letters. Okay. It's shift work. <laughs> <laughs> you guys hear that? The hiccups are starting to build up. It's funny, folks, because he'll be upset at me, too. Like, if he gets hiccups, he'll say, I'm I said, I'm done. We have one off our listeners. Okay, is it clean? It's clean. All right, here comes a cheesy joke from our listeners. Go ahead. What's green and sings in the garden? I don't know. Elvis Parsley. Is that Luke? 
No. Oh, all it's right. Darren Ambrosian. All right, that one's yeah. okay. That one's all right. I He's, like that. Yeah. One. I know how much you like Elvis. Anyway, back to your jokes. Nice try, Darren. I went bobsleighing the other day. Okay. Yeah, I killed 250 bobs. <laughs> As you do. <laughs> uh, I have the heart of a lion and a lifetime ban from the London Zoo. <laughs> uh, what's the difference between a good joke and a bad joke? Timing. I, I don't know. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> what's the difference between a good joke and a bad joke? Timing. Yeah, I, I got it now. He gets it now. He, he's gonna get. He's gonna get the hiccups. Any more from our listeners? Ian Shaw. I yeah. Think it's Ian. Uh, it looks like Yian. I'm rubbish. Doctor Squee. I am here in the podcasting room at the Grand Harbour. These jokes are almost as good as your usual ones, sir. Ooh, is that? I can't. That's not fair, Doctor Squee, because I can't curse. And you know, if I can't curse, I have no wit, and I can't come back at you. But, but boy, Squee, am I sour? Boy, am I shaking my fist. Um, I don't like that one because it takes a long time to read it. What did the pirate say when he turned 80 years old? I don't know. I am 80. <laughs> you like that one more than I did. All right. <laughs> uh, what do the movies Titanic and The Sixth Sense have in common? Don't know. I see dead people. Ooh, I like that one. That's it's all right. very... It's almost borderline. Uh, yeah. Right? <clears throat> knock, knock. Who's there? Dishes. Dishes who? Dishes Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <sighs> I know a knock, knock joke, but um, you, you, but you have to start it. It's clean, but you have to start it. I don't know if I trust you. No, it's clean. What do you think, folks? Should I trust him? You're going to have to. You okay, build it up now. fine. Knock, knock. Who's there? <laughs> <laughs> but now what? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I, whoa. Oh, uh, knock, knock. Who's there? Europe. Who? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Folks, for those of you who don't know, just John, who's in the room with me, just Jumped. wet himself, shall we say, when the mystical voice came out from Southampton <laughs> in his who earphones. That? I don't think he was expecting to be able to hear it in his earphones. So thank you very much. Do we have any more in the room? Do we have any more cheese in the room? Oh, Ian's got... Uh, Dr. Squee's got loads of cheesy jokes. Come on, Dr. Squee. Tell me one of your jokes. Who's there? <laughs> Do Dr. Who. Hey! Were you allowed to bring Dottie with you? It's <sighs> a... It's a shambles, and if it wasn't this that this was for charity, I would walk out of pro. No, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. Well, why would you walk? This is your house, right? It's my. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna leave. Ah, I'm leaving. Fair enough. Hey, um, let me just see. Let me just see what I've got for you here. Hey, uh, Doctor Squee, have you heard about those new corduroy pillows? Have you heard about the corduroy pillows? They're really making headlines. <laughs> Just Johnny likes that one. Uh, hey, a guy walks into... Very exciting. Now, you guys are on right after us. Is that right? At 1 o'clock? 
No, that's okay. That's all right. If the jokes are lousy enough that you guys need to get involved, then we need to start our lives out. <laughs> especially just John, though, right? Yeah, especially just John. Hey, uh, mine was amazing. A guy walks into a bar, orders a fruit punch. The bartender says, pal, if you want a punch, you'll have to stand in line. The guy looks around and there's no punchline. <laughs> uh, just John, I've been told I am condescending. That means I talk down to people. Okay. So you didn't get it. All right, I've had enough. Did you hear about the hipster who burned his mouth? Uh, no. He ate pizza before. It was cool. <sighs> well, that was fun. Thanks for listening to our cheesy jokes. And thanks for joining in in the room. That was a lot of fun. We enjoyed it. Uh, we're going to go to Twitter and see if there's any interactions. No. How are we doing on the video screen over there? Do we have any people chatting to us? That's a big fat no. Oh, <clears throat> there is a joke from a Shane Richard Jordan. Uh, wait, 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 wait. No, don't read it. You know why? Shane, you want to tell a joke, tell it on your own podcast. Boom. What's up now, podcast beef? Look at him. He gets scared. This is why I do it. Well, no, no, I'm, I'm trying to I, filter can, what you're saying. Think, did he swear? Because I can zoom right moment. in on your little head while you're looking all nervous. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Read out Shane's joke. I don't mind that. No, please read it. Uh, it's a Tommy Cooper classic, apparently. Uh, today I bet a uh, today I bet on a horse at twenty to one. Mm-hmm. It came in at twenty past four. All right, so that's the kind of magic you can expect <laughs> if you want to check out uh, Shane Richard Jordan and let's chat geek. So there you go. Just remember, Shane, <laughs> y'all boys started it. Uh, we're gonna do some more tunes. <laughs> I think you started this. Whose side are you on? I think yeah, Shane. Gosh, gosh, ah, gosh starting gosh. things. <laughs> Now, before we get too sidetracked, I want to say again, head over to superpod.co.uk and hit the donate button in the top corner and give us money. 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 Well, it's not, it's not us, so um, you don't have to feel bad because, you know, well, it's not going to us. It's we've told this story. Course. We've told this story on the actual podcast before. I'm going to tell an embarrassing story about me and my boy Alex Tintinale. Okay, uh, we were once playing a gig. Uh, we used to host an open mic night, which I'm sure that's pretty basic. But for anyone who doesn't know, basically our band would start the night. We'd play some music and then different people could sign up and come up and either play an instrument or just sing while we played instruments. Yada, yada. Yeah. So we're doing this one specific night. There's lots of drink involved as there is, but not for Alex because he was underage at the time. Of course, we're doing this gig. And uh, as we're on stage, we see in the back of the room, somebody comes into the room. Um, and for some reason... You ever been in a room where somebody really energetic or, um, uh, you know, uh, just draw people are drawn to them and the room kind of changes and everyone kind of looks over and goes, Oh, who's that guy? Cause yeah. he has an atmosphere to him. So this dude walks in immediately owns the room. He's sitting in a back corner at a table, all cool, slouching his chair, kind of like nice jacket on hood up, hide in. And we see people going over to him and slipping him like napkins and coasters and he's signing them and giving them back to him. And we're like, well, who's, I don't know who this dude is. Because if you think about it with music, even bands I really love, the dudes could probably walk by me and I wouldn't recognize them. I don't know who it is. I have no idea. Okay. Somebody comes up to the stage, one of the guys who works there, and he says, guys, I don't know if you realize this, but uh, David Lee Roth is here. Um, and of course, I'm the ignorant one at the time who says, who's that? Who's David Lee Roth? And uh, you're now wondering who David Lee Roth is, aren't you? Wait. <sighs> I think Darren, if he's still listening, is going to kick me because he always says music references, and I'm like, there's a generational gap here. Is he... No, I'm not going to know. You, he was the singer of Van Halen. Okay? Oh, I'm useless with names and faces. I know, I know. And memory and, other and music. All right, so anyway, 
We're now playing a gig, and David Lee Roth is apparently in the room. Now, at the time, I'm going to admit, I didn't know he was the singer of Van Halen. I knew the name. I knew it was a famous name, but I didn't know who it was. So anyway, he comes up to the stage. Actually, somebody else comes up to the stage and says, David Lee Roth wants to do a few tunes with you guys. And we thought, all right, why not? Right? Okay, that's cool. So, David Lee Roth joins us on the stage. And looking back in hindsight, did he sing like you would expect David Lee Roth would? No. But did he sound good and have a lot of energy and blow that room up? Yes, we played a heck, heck of a set with David Lee Roth. Yeah? Finish the set. We're all pouring sweat because we had a great time. We're all sitting down, having some drinks and chatting with each other. David Lee Roth sits down and says, you guys are banging and I want you to come and open for me on my next little solo tour. Nice. So now we're sitting in a bar and David Lee Roth had just told us he wants us to come with him and open for him on tour. Why not believe him, right? Why not? Well, yeah, you you would. Right? You you just jammed with the guy. My boy Alex being younger at the time, he gets really excited, goes outside, calls his dad because his dad at the time was his manager. Big shout out to Leo if you're listening. Always a great help to me. Always a great support. Much love to you. Uh, next thing you know, within about 10 minutes, Leo shows up at the back of the bar and he's kind of looking around, looking for his boy. And he comes over to me and he says, so, um, David Lee Roth is in like Ohio with a reunion band tonight. (laughs) So it's not David Lee Roth. Turns out it's a con man who's come to the local area who is an impersonator and uses the fact that he looks somehow puts out this aura of david lee roth to take advantage of people turns out now and i'm not going dark on this because it's not i'll stick with us being stupid and it being funny turned out at one point he had asked alex to hang out with him in his hotel room i'm not going any further on that i'm just saying this guy was a con man a few days later he was arrested in a stolen car with a bunch of money a bunch of cash etc um but for about 10 minutes we thought we were going on tour with david lee roth it gets worse because the next morning in our local newspaper, con man tricks local band. And the story describes in full how he told these poor momos that they were going on tour yeah. and that they may have bought it. So people knew it was us. So we got for months after that, we'd have gigs and people would say, Hey man, uh, David Lee Ross here. And I'd be like for the video feed, you know what I mean? I mean, it's our own stupidity, and it's probably a pretty funny story if it wasn't if you weren't in it. But it, but it's also one of those things, you know. If you might look at someone and think he looks, you know, he looks familiar, or you know, I, th- I know him from somewhere. But then when other people before you, I think right. it's the whole mob mentality. Everyone else is like, "Oh my god, that guy's famous!" You're like, "Really?" It wasn't just us. People were taking autographs and like, you know, this. This is a great bar we used to play at too, called the Circus Room, which was run by the mob. I can say it now because it's closed down. For one, for an example, uh, we went on a big... Because um, apparently all the owners went fishing, didn't they? Oh, one of them did. I'll tell you right now. Whoa. Uh, so we got... We were doing a show once. I don't know what song we were playing. And a guy comes up to the stage in a suit. And there's a table at the back with like five dudes sitting around in a suit. If you were going to make a TV show about mobsters, these are the guys you would cast. You know what I mean? One of them's really tall and skinny and looks rough. There's another big, huge dude, like a bodyguard type guy. So, and everybody pays their respects to this deck. This isn't a nice bar. This isn't a fancy club. I imagine people are nice going over and shaking his hand and saying hello. So anyway, we're playing our set. <clears throat> Somebody comes up to the stage and says, his exact words were, he doesn't like this song. He wants, you should play something slower. <laughs> and I thought, uh, you can imagine what my first thought was. 
especially when I was much younger with a much more inflated, unjustified ego. My first reaction was to be like, well, I don't give a darn what he wants. We're the entertainment tonight, sugar. Yeah, you basically sit back and listen to what, yeah. Right. I used to, we used to, I used to believe my own hype, shall we say. I'm happy to say that now that I'm an old man. I didn't because I got this vibe of like, you should probably listen. And I said, okay, what does he like? He likes things that are a bit slower. He likes this kind of music. So we switched our set, played something different. Gentleman at the back puts a thumb up. Uh. <laughs> just kind of shakes his thumb at us. And we thought, okay. This is the very same venue where once during a screaming rendition of Pride and Joy with the greatest guitar player I've ever had the joy of playing with, Mr. Jay Walsh. Middle of the tune, you know Pride and Joy, that's a chugging guitar riff that's just bum, 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 bum. suddenly the guitar stops and I'm just hearing bass and drums turn around Jay has stopped playing guitar because he has his throat around the guy's uh, his hand around a guy's throat who decided to attack him on stage <laughs> this is the kind of bar we're playing at the bar is now closed down it was shut down by the authorities JP asked me why it was shut down why was why was it, are we muted are we allowed to no, say this well, yeah there's no cursing allegedly our favorite word out here on the podcast. Allegedly. Allegedly, it was a disagreement. There was a fight in the bar during which people decided to drag somebody up to the roof and send him home the quick way. Whoa. So uh, he did. The bar is now closed down. So it probably should be. But was that, this the same bar that you said that, oh, was it this place, the one that you were supposed to have a gig at, but you never went at? Because then you realized that there was a riot or something? Oh, there was there were different times where fights would break out where we were supposed to be there, yeah. And you heard like, "Oh, did you hear seven dudes got arrested at the circus room last night?" And I know, as much as I love him, my guitar player Jerry Walsh would have been one of those guys. <laughs> the instigator. <laughs> For those of you who've ever watched like Only Fools and Horses, have you seen the one where they start a band? It's a really early one. Rodney starts a band with Mental Mickey. Yes. There's the scene at the end where they escape from the fight scene, but you see Mental Mickey kind of come out and look. And get excited and then run back into the fight. Yeah. That probably would have been Jay Walsh back then. <laughs> and I love Jay Walsh. Greatest guitar player I've ever heard. But there we are. Now, what we'll do then, uh, because we've talked about it, we're getting, it's, you know, 20 past uh, 12 here. We've almost we've almost done this. Um, I was just getting warmed up. We were just chatting about the Matt Lee's band, Jay Walsh, uh, Wayne Bond. Um, I honestly, gentlemen, or ladies and gentlemen, I, as much as, like, I wrote the tunes and I played with these guys, it was an absolute honor to play with them. Because they are unbelievable musicians. So uh, we started working on an album back then called Two Sides to Every Hero. Half rock and roll, half acoustic styles. Uh, this is the first single from that. Or it will be. Uh, and this is, a, this is a world premiere. So if you're watching on Facebook Live, make your way over right now to superpod.co.uk, to Mixler, to TuneIn Radio, so you can give a listen to this. Uh, because I'm very proud of it. A bit... A bit of quick history on that. I used to do a lot of shows as well with uh, Charity Brown, who was in a group in the 70s called Rain. Um, they were quite popular for their time in Canada. Uh, she was looking for new tunes for her album. She wanted local musicians to write a song that she could then sing on her album. So I wrote this song for her, presented it to her, and said, maybe you can put this on your record. And she said, uh, after listening to it, that she really loved it, but it was definitely a Matt Lee song and not a Charity Brown song. I took it back to Jay Walsh because it was acoustic at that time. It was a bit more, not mellow, but a bit slower. Almost a bit like you would imagine an old, you know, 60s or 70s or an old blues singer singing it. Nice, slow acoustic. Jay Walsh said, can we put some stank on it? 
That's not the word he used. But he said, let's take that tune and put some stank on it. So I would say this song is co-written by myself and Jay Walsh because he put a lot into this too. Uh, I wrote the tune and then he put the stank on it as, it's, as they say. So uh, here it is. The Matt Lee's band. Oh, I'm a little nervous. I'm a little nervous. World premiere of Maybe I'm Not Leaving, but Baby I'm Leaving You from the forthcoming album two sides to every hero you is know this, this tune is this a different one to one that i got like it's yeah just this is the final that... max this is the mixed mastered version this is it with one slight change that we're going to edit out for this podcast because there's a curse word at the end but that is it this is the version that's going on the show i'm so excited on the record like there you go so here it is folks the matt lee's band maybe i'm not leaving remember you are listening to the southampton super pod if you like this tune maybe it'll convince you to go over and give a couple of bucks to superpod.co.uk click the donate button Remember, every single penny is going to Comic Relief. So please do that. Superpod.co.uk. You can also uh, email studio at superpod.co.uk or you can call 02380 That's 02380-971-030. Enough stalling. Enough of my nerves. Here it is. Matt Lee's band on the Southampton Superpod. You love it, baby. Come over here and let Uncle Jay Wall show you how to do it.
you have it if you can't shill your own band what can you shill the Matt Lee's band maybe I'm not leaving but baby I'm leaving you and I cut it off before both swear words because this first one in the middle of the song I forgot it was there oh one slipped through no I didn't oh you caught it you no know, I caught it that was when you just saw me do that little like quick little mute thing oh, I thought you know that what I'm saying you about no, no 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 we're doing all right we're doing all right this is Legend in my spare time. Legend in my spare time. We are proud to be here today in Ada Bread Nose Day. Please consider following us at Legend Podcast on Twitter and subscribing to Legend in My Spare Time. Available from all fine podcast sites and apps. We feel it's important to inform you that while today's show is family friendly, we are usually a podcast not for the easily offended. Our typically foul-mouthed hosts are on their best behavior. But listener discretion is always advised. Here we are, the final 15 minutes, the home stretch. Are you surprised that we did it this easily? I'm not going to lie. I, I thought... You thought it was going to be a struggle, Yeah, I thought, oh my God, what are we going to yeah. say that, you know, that's family friendly? I know. Well, I've really enjoyed this. And again, I want to say thanks to the Southampton Superpod for letting us get involved. Uh, we've got uh, just over like 15 minutes left. We've got another song we can do. Uh, we'll do obviously another totalizer and see what the actual, you know, the, the total is thus far. See if you're getting a smack in the face. I'm excited for that. I know, I know, I know. You're not actually going to let me smack you in the face. I realize, but you know, it's fine. You want to be selfish? That's fine. Uh, moving on. Moving, moving on. on. All right, so we're going to continue after this with the Gallifrey Stands podcast with our good friend Dr. Squee. Uh, but just remember that you can keep donating superpod.co.uk um, and you can listen on Mixlar. You can listen on TuneIn Radio. And uh, there you go. If we had a comment, another listener comment? Uh, yeah, but I, I don't want to read it out. It's not, it's not rude. It's just I, I'm really not comfortable with the whole... Uh about the the charity brown is that name no no charity brown is absolutely 100 percent her real name someone's asking if that no, was like no 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 that's name. absolutely her name you can google charity brown and you'll find a blue singer from canada um so canada, canada. did i say that all like canada canadian eh? canadian eh? um just john do you remember earlier in the show when we played alex tintinelli the 14 year old i do i do well our boy has really really stepped it up stepped his game up so he's not in the blues anymore, which I've always said is sad because I miss him playing the blues. Well, and that's, that's your thing. my goodness, is he awesome. Let's hear. This is his brand new, brand new uh, single. Okay. It's called Show Me. 
It's a completely different style, but he's a great friend to the show and to me, Alex Price. Okay, he's a man now. It's not TNT. It's Alex Price. And so this his track, surname wasn't Tintinale. His surname is Tintinale. Price is his stage name. Oh, all right. It's only asking. The album's called Priceless. And this tune is called Show Me. But I've just noticed... I've just noticed it says explicit. So it... it oh. I can't do it. Alex, buddy, I'm so sorry. I can't... It's explicit, so I can't play it. Now, this tune isn't... This is from his last record, so is it better to play something old then? Uh, one of my favorites of his that isn't explicit? Because I can't play the rude one. So this is a song by Alex Price, good friend of the show, good friend of mine, and it's called Medicine Man. We'll ride this tune out. We'll come back, do a final update of all our totals, do a final little goodbye from me and Princess here, and uh, we'll be right back with you. Alex Tintinelli, Medicine Man. It's cool because this tune he used to do when I was gigging with him too, and it's now totally different. So here he is, Alex Price, Superpod.co.uk. No, no, girl, you are a part of me. You get hurt and then I play. I just wanna be by your side. No, I can't live another day without your love. You know the skies are gray when I can't feel your touch. So let me know what's on your mind. Teary eyes, they ain't your style. Let's just sit and chill for a while. I'll be your medicine man. Do more than medicine can. I'll heal you, baby. Just leave it all up to me. I'll be your medicine man. Do more than medicine can. I'll heal you, baby. My good friend and soon to be all of yours, I think. Check out his music 
iTunes, Spotify. Thank you once again for Alex Price for allowing us to play his, his tunes here on the on the show. That's great. So, uh, superpod.co.uk, that's where we're coming from right now. And it's live in Southampton. Coming up next is our good friend, Dr. Squee, and the Gallifrey Stands podcast. <coughs> Pardon me. And he has a wonderful guest, as always. Uh, but this is the home stretch. We're closing it down. 15 minutes left. We were just saying off mic that uh, we're both surprised how well this has gone. Uh, maybe the people at home were like, I was bored. But we thought... Yeah, there was no aggression. They didn't bitch. Oh, dude. We apologize, ladies and gentlemen. One. One isn't... I mean, if you've listened to any of our other shows... One is still unacceptable. Don't worry, folks. He's going to be suspended without pay. But, dude, it's only 15 minutes left, and you said one curse. So look at him. Look at the shame in his eyes, folks. I'm zooming in on him. Look in the camera. Look in the camera. Say you're sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm just glad it was you and not me. That's cool. I like that. So, yeah, you can come back, but, yeah, don't bring that guest. Don't bring that dude you brought with you because we don't like him. The one with the foul mouth. That's right. Well, uh, what I'd like to do, if there's somebody sitting at the computer there in Southampton, I'd like to get a total room, uh, total in the room if I could. That'd be great. Um, let's have a look. Let's take a look here. It's time to take a look at the Superpod Totalizer to see where it stands. You've all been listening to us laughing and having fun. But you've also been hearing about the great work that Comic Relief does here in the UK and in Africa. And you've been donating via superpod.co.uk. And they haven't sent it to me, so I'm going to check on the site. Current total. And again, this is not going to include the in-room total, so we're going to shoot a bit higher than this too, okay? I'm showing on the screen. 395 pounds raised. So it obviously is higher. Oh, we've got somebody typing. We're okay. Ooh. One moment again. Again, thank you so much for all your donations. And if you haven't given yet, there is still time. Head to superpod.co.uk and click donate in the top right corner, which takes you to our official Red Nose giving page. Every single penny you donate goes to Comic Relief. And if you're a UK taxpayer, do not forget to say yes to gift aid so that the government adds that extra 25% on your donation at no extra cost to you. We are sitting total at 445 pounds and 16 pence, which is nothing to shy about, but it means that our boy Rob probably didn't donate. Rob, if you're listening, I want you to donate. He always says, you need anything at all, bruv, just ask. Well, right now I'm asking you to donate like five pounds at superpod.co.uk. Come on, folks, get those donations in. Uh, I guess, Just John, you get lucky because you're not getting a smack in the face. Yeah, I'm sure you're going to do it anyway. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. It was only fair that if we raised the money. So, you know. <laughs> you kicked me down the stairs instead. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Uh, well, any closing thoughts here then? Uh, just John. Obviously, we're going to... It's a great cause. It's helping uh, children both in Africa and the UK. It's helping a lot of great people. So please give donations if you can. Superpod.co.uk. It doesn't, like I keep saying, it doesn't have to be a huge amount of money. Anything you can spare helps. Every little helps. Running on the website right now, I've got a few names that have actually done latest sponsors, so we'll say thank you to them. Maybe we won't name them because people maybe don't want to be named. But thank you so much for the people that have donated. Um, it's really cool of everyone to do that. Uh, so, and thanks for watching along with us on Facebook Live as well. That was cool. That was fun. We figured it out in the end. Yeah. Anyone out there wants to stream live on Facebook, make sure you don't do it in HD because you ain't getting nothing through. And, you know, we look better in lower pixels. Lower I mean, the resolution. lower def we are, the better, right? Yeah. Especially My God, you. they're gorgeous. Especially no, you. no, it's it's low no. def. Well, 
it's been an absolute pleasure. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, time flew by, too. So, I mean, we, we should have done like an extra two hours or something. Yeah, we could have easily, you know. Gone another extra, two hours. Yeah, or 15 minutes. I mean, my, my butt's asleep and I need a nap. Yeah. But I think we did well. And only one swear word and it was you. Well, uh, you know, I still I'll debate whether or not that's actual swear word. Well, we are Legend in My Spare Time podcast. You can find us wherever you can find podcasts. Not family friendly, so be warned. That's right, explicit. We are at Legend Podcast on the Twitter. If you want to send an email, it's legendinmypodcast at gmail.com. But more importantly than that, go to superpod.co.uk. If you want to call up the studio, it's 02-380-971-030. That's 02-380-971-030. And alternately, you can email them studio at superpod.co.uk. Facebook and Twitter is Sutton Superpod, so S-O-T-O-N, Superpod. And please use the hashtag Superpod2017. Well, it's hard to believe that it's been 2017 of these. Right? Right. It's crazy. That was like your first joke of the day. I know. Well, no, second. I did do the, the not-not joke. Which you oh, ruined, yes. Which yes, you, you ruined. I think it's a good joke. And I guarantee people are going to remember it, and then they're going to use it, and they're going to get a load of laughs. Well, yeah. On behalf of myself, Matt Lees, thank you again, everyone. Please keep donating. There's tons of time left. Make sure you stay listening for the Gallifrey Stands podcast, which comes up right after us and uh, this is my good friend just john and this is my friend matt lees who's also a good friend that's right we'll be back soon with new podcasts um again it's too deep to get into on a fun show like this recent health situation for me has caused us to be delayed in our shows but i'm on the mend everything is happening as it should and before you know it we'll be back to our foul mouthed best cursing at each other every single week on your favorite podcast that's fair I think that's a fair assumption. And you, you said it without swearing. I'm impressed. <coughs> and now I'm stretching because we got seven minutes. Hmm. Seven minutes. What can we do? What can we tell in seven, seven minutes? minutes? Have you done anything stupid recently? Well, we have a game on our on our actual uh, podcast, podcast called Am I a Bad Person? But I'm, obviously am I an... A word. A word. A hole. Am I a bad person? Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, 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 yeah. It's something that you do or something that's happened to you out and about in the world. Right. Like, and then people will vote, you know, say in this given situation, was I a jerk? A, bad, a jerk. jerk. A jerk. So, am for I example, jerk? you're walking, you see a kid trip and you laugh your butt off. You would then submit to the podcast, am I a jerk for laughing at the kid that fell down? My answer would be no. Yeah, but it's, <clears throat> there was an incident where I went to a local supermarket store to buy a pizza. Mm-hmm. Now, admittedly. Right, uh, this is a Saturday. This is about half eleven in the morning uh, on a Saturday, the, d- m- the day before Mother's Day. So I don't know if it's different around the world, but Mother's Day is the yeah, day for different us. Days. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, yesterday, buying a pizza Mother's because day. it was my day off my diet, and right. it was uh, there was in this supermarket. There's uh, like a Indian counter where they do like curries and stuff, and a pizza counter all in one. Yeah. Now there's no one serving at the pizza counter, and there's a guy down at the Indian counter. He was finishing up with a customer and then he came over to the pizza he's like oh, I'm sorry about this uh, we're a little bit short staffed the lady's just gone on break uh, so there's no one on the pizza counters right. he was washing his hands he made this p- uh, pizza for a couple in front of me uh, in the time it took him to make the pizza uh, two people had joined the queue down on the Indian aisle uh, the curry aisle or the curry section he then said to me uh, I'm just going to go down there and make their food you know it'll be quicker you know are you okay I was like I thought I was here before them I said Right. He said, oh, yeah, but it'll just be a minute. I was like, 
yeah, but I was here first. Yeah. And he, he, he walks away. Just flat out walks away from you. Just flat out walks away. And I was just like, well, I was here first. Before them, I expect to get served first. Yeah. And he mumbled something. I didn't quite catch what he mumbled, but just continued to walk away. At which point I said, you know what? Forget this. I just stormed off. I'd say stormed off. It's literally big. Like, yeah. <laughs> you didn't I say could. forget this, did you? I no. I, I was polite because there cursed. was. I no. did not curse because there was a family behind me with young okay. children. Fair I just enough. said, you know what? Forget this. I might have said it slightly aggressively. Yep. I just walked straight away. Now, was I? Do you think I'm right in being a little bit annoyed? I absolutely do, but I'm a jerk. I definitely don't think you're a jerk for that. But I hate bad customer service, and it should be first come, first serve. Then I kind of got towards the till because the till, like again, day before Mother's Day, everyone's out panic buying stuff, and they also sell like wine, flowers, chocolates, and stuff. So the queues were really big. Uh, I did have some other stuff on me. I literally just dumped them on a shelf because I couldn't be bothered waiting the queue because I was so angry, and I just walked out. Ooh. Again, you... did, did did that make me a bit of a? No, it makes you a bit of a pansy. But we already knew that. But you're not a jerk. Mm -hmm. I'm with you there. No, no jerk. No like... jerk vote. And you know, I can kind of understand this guy's not the pizza guy. I got, he's never really made me pizzas, but he was coming down. I was there first. And when he was like, oh, it'll be quicker if I serve them. I'm like, no, I was here first. Yeah. I I, I think the <sighs> listeners would agree it should be first come, first serve. Right? I, that's, how, that's how it should be. It's like, this guy was after me. But the thing which I think annoyed me worse is the bloke... Uh, the bloke that was waiting in the queue knew this guy. He was like, oh, hey, Michael. Oh, so I'll be there right now. Before you. That's, I think, the thing yeah. which annoyed me most. If he said, I'm really sorry, um, would you mind if quickly, like, it's literally just give them something. Like, I'll be like, too, I would have, you know. But it's the fact that it was kind of almost seemed like his buddy as if to be like, you know what? I'm going to go save my friend first. You can wait there. I, think I don't think you're a jerk. I think you got messed around by that dude and you called him on it. And that, that yeah. And then it was a little That's whole I think. As I was leaving, I'm, I'm going to complain. I'm going to send an email. I'm going to blah, blah, blah. Then I thought, it's not really a point. It's kind of worthless. Like, it's, yeah. Well, we can finish up then. I got a story. Ooh, is it Am I a Jerk? Yeah, no, it's sort of. It's a pizza-related story. And we've got five, we got four minutes left. I can do this, and then we can close off. I ordered a pizza the other day, just like I have done many other times from the same spot. I'm not going to name and shame, okay? But there's a certain pizza place that gives you an app that tells you, hey, we're baking your pizza, we're cooking your pizza, or whatever. We're checking it. We're delivering it. Here it comes. Yeah? An hour and 20 minutes go by, and the app changes to delivered. I don't have a pizza. So I call the store, and I say, hey, my thing says delivered, but I don't have a pizza. You know what the guy says to me? What? He says, yeah, I tried to deliver. we tried to deliver it, but you didn't answer the door, mate. Ooh. And I said, well, why would I order upwards of 30 pounds for a pizza and then not answer the door when your guy comes to the door? Oh, well, we'll have to send the driver back now then. Uh, yeah, you will. So I stood at the door with the door wide open, waiting for the pizza dude, waiting for pizza dude, who's already been here once, right? Because I didn't answer the door, right? So he knows where he's going because I didn't answer the door. Kid comes around the corner and says, is this number four? You should know. And I said, you should know that because weren't you here 20 minutes ago and I didn't answer the door? Completely ignores me. Doesn't answer me. And I said, weren't you here five minutes or 10 minutes ago? Uh, no, no, different, different driver. So now I wait an hour and a half for cold pizza. The next morning I got an email. Thanks for your order. How was it for you? Oh, please. Please I say you were. I used the maximum amount of characters allowed in that little chat window and explained my situation. So that was my pizza story. It sounds terrible to complain about pizza when we're doing a comic relief show, but it shows to the listeners that we're both kind of jerks.
a little bit. And We're kind of prissy and princessy. We have tried to be very polite and... Uh, yeah. But for you to tell me you didn't answer your door, mate, and then the first thing the guy says is, is this number four? That really bugged me. But anyway, neither here nor there. Ladies and gentlemen, that has wound down our time. We want to say thank you so much for having us once again, um, for joining us and for listening in. And please make sure you donate. Once again, thank you so much. And if you joined us on Facebook Live, thank you. And thanks for your patience while we figured out how to get the stream going. Uh, Sorry you saw so much of just John's mug. Nice one. But uh, yeah, again, Legend in My Spare Time podcast. Please keep giving at superpod.co.uk. It'd be great. I really hope that uh, that they can make loads because it's a great event. I hope it comes back next year. And once again, thanks to Alan Kitty for getting us involved too. There you have it. There you have it. An hour and 45 minutes of your boys. I hope you're happy with that. We were very happy to be involved and happy that uh, they made such a great amount of money. Over a thousand pounds. And you can still keep giving, so please do. Thank you very much, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to another edition of your favorite podcast. Follow us at Legend Podcast. Legend in my... (coughs) Not as good as I thought I was. Legend in my podcast at gmail.com. I would cut that cough out, but it's a lot of work, so please just forgive me. And just remember this, folks. I ain't dead yet, motherfuckers. I'll see you on the next round. We're going to be back real soon. Leezy out. Please get the fuck off my podcast. Why do you mope around so sourly? It's such a strain. I always try to chuckle out.